You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Here's a swing and a fly ball to right field, chasing Reddick back. Reddick's at the wall now, leaping and up against the wall. He is able to make the catch. He took a home run away. He reached above that yellow line to take away a home run from Starling Marte. Did a great job, got back to the wall, measured it, timed his jump perfectly, and took away a home run. Let's go down now to the Astros dugout where we're joined by Josh Reddick. Two for three tonight with a double, a single, a run scored. But the play I want to talk with you about, Josh, first is your home run robbery of, of Starling Marte. It seemed like you were just measuring that the entire way. Yeah, you know, I kind of uh, was telling George that I didn't want to rotate my hips and kind of get on the wrong side of the ball. And then at the last second, it really took a right turn on me. But unfortunately, um, I had enough time to get back there. And we play him pretty deep anyway. He's got a lot of a lot of pop the other way. So um, didn't didn't make the prettiest of catches. But as long as we caught it, that's all that matters. <laughs> Josh, there were several outstanding defensive plays in this game. You guys really brought your gloves to the ballpark tonight. Yeah, I mean, I just. Everything was so great about tonight. We got some big hits. We uh, we didn't get out of our approach. It was a completely different ball team than we saw, you know, two or three days ago in Yankee Stadium. So to come back home and play some decent, you know, some, a good clean baseball game, and obviously get a win is, is huge for us. But it was always uh, it's always good to see George back out there. But just some nice clean baseball tonight for us. Yeah, you talk about George Springer coming back, and obviously the fans see what he does and the numbers he puts up. But I mean, you guys know in that clubhouse he means so much more than, than just those numbers. Absolutely, we've missed our DJ for way too long. <laughs> we, we go on these road trips and he's not with us. It's a little bit more quiet in the clubhouse. <laughs> on the music front and in the locker front, you know, George is kind of our uh, one of our biggest hype guys we have, whether it's uh, in, in the clubhouse with music or in, in the dugout getting everybody up so it's always always good to have him in our lineup and have him back all right go enjoy that music thanks for joining us josh thanks guys always there comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy if we grind together we can take it back our team and our city this is why we play this is who we do it for take it back for tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Greetings from Minute Maid Park, where today the Houston Astros play the second game of a three-game series against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yesterday, the Astros beat the Pirates 5-1 to one to take the series opener as Alex Bregman three hits, including a home run and a double. Garrett Cole gave up a run, struck out three and six innings against his former club as the Astros have won back-to-back games and they ended the Pirates' win streak at four. Astros 50 and 30, first in the AL West, six and a half games ahead of the Rangers, while the Pirates 36 and 41. They sit and last in the National League Central, tied with the Reds, both six games behind the Cubs. Today's pitching matchup brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Framber Valdez getting the start for the Astros tonight, and Valdez, he is making his fourth start of the season for the Astros, Bill Brown. His first two were very good. His last one against the Yankees was a bit shaky in the latter stages. It was, and latter stages uh, is exactly right, Robert. He did start well. That is a very difficult Yankee lineup, but it is uh, presenting him with a learning situation now. We'll see if he can take that forward uh, the second time through the order in a game like this. And, and for a guy who's in Fromber's shoes right now, he's pitched 42 and a third major league innings this season. 
Uh, it's an opportunity to stay in this rotation, but there is a learning curve that we would like to see. Absolutely. Meanwhile, the Pirates calling up right-hander Dario Agrasal, who is making his second big league start, his big league debut was back on the 15th in Miami and talking with some of the Pirates people, kind of similar to what we saw from Valdez in his last outing, started off really good, and then his fourth inning of work really struggled. Yeah, and I think that's a, a hurdle that a lot of young starters need to conquer if they're able to be successful in the major leagues. Uh, he has what is called, according to the scouting report book, we have a fringe average sinker, Robert, at 90 to 92, a fringe average changeup an average slider which can be a swing and miss pitch so but when you hear fringe average uh, then you gravitate toward how good is his command apparently his command is excellent so that's what we'll look for tonight keys to the game brought to you by Honda visit your local greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models official sponsor of the Houston Astros well the Astros last night it really clicked on all cylinders and I think one of the the big things was seeing some of the timely hitting that the Astros were getting something that was missing for a lot of the road trip a couple of big home runs by Gurriel and Bregman uh, and also I thought getting some more tack on runs was was a big key for the Astros last night it certainly was it was almost like the way a manager would draw it up uh, back at home where they're 28 and 11 now George Springer back in the lineup and as you well know Robert teams go through different phases of the season after the day off I'm sure to the players this seemed just like a reset game and they certainly played it very well especially defensively certainly did so the Astros will be looking to put together another similar performance tonight against the Pirates up next we'll hear from AJ Hinch in the manager show presented by waste management but now this from your local station what's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes deep to left field and you can kiss that Goodbye. Into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Runners will be going as soon as from second, Diaz from first, 3 2 to Newman. Swing and a miss. Got him on a fastball inside. So Garrett Cole had two reach against him with one out, but gets out of it. Now has three strikeouts in the game. American League leader in strikeouts, 1 1. Breaking ball, bounce softly right side. White waits on it. He's got it. Underhands to Cole, who gets the first in time, and the inning is over. Good job by Cole navigating out of the bases loaded situation. Pirates do get a run on Cabrera's RBI hit. The Astros had won 50 of their first 81 games just one time in club history. That was in 1979. 1-0. Ground ball right side to his left Altuve. He's got it. Throws to first in time, and that is the ball game. The Houston Astros get their 50th win of the season. Take the first game from the Pirates. Winning tonight by a final of 5-1. to one. Well, Garrett Cole starting against his former team for the first time yesterday and pitched very well, giving up a run over six innings. And you know, whenever you're facing your former team, there, there are always going to be a uh, some emotions and maybe a little bit more adrenaline but it seemed like Cole handled it pretty well he handled it great and, and maybe even better than I expected because of of how emotional I know it was for him to see the other uniform to, to pitch against his old boys uh, for the first time and and I wasn't sure what to expect was he going to be overly amped and try to overthrow and throw too hard was he going to 
get outside of himself thinking that, that they were going to have some tips on him or know him very well. But he was just very methodical and, and, and went through his day and had a really good day, had good stuff. He adapted and was very creative yesterday and, and, and came out of it with a really good win. That first inning, you know, Kevin Newman gets the, the leadoff single, gets thrown out trying to steal second, and then on the very next pitch, Corey Dickerson strikes out. It seemed like that kind of settled him down, too, because we've seen Cole struggle to get in the game sometimes. Yeah, it was a three-ball count on Dickerson. So, you know, the first pitch or the leadoff single and then a three-ball count to Dickerson, that easily could have been ball four and it's first and second. Instead, it was strike two. We got the out at second base. He punches him out the next pitch, and it's two outs and nobody on. And what looked like a promising inning for them where they were going to put some pressure on him early, they came away with nothing, and that, that really kick-started Cole's day. Alex Bregman, three more hits, a, a home run. And it's, it's interesting when you look at Bregman's numbers. And, you know, he should be in Cleveland for the All-Star game coming up here in a, in a few weeks. But I think if you watch him every day, you think it seems like there, maybe there's a little bit more in there. But, but still, he's, he's still finding ways to produce, still finding ways to be successful. Yeah, there's more in there just because he's not – he's doing it a little differently than he did last year. Last year he was piling up a bunch of hits. And the power came a little bit later as the summer went on. The doubles picked up. The homers picked up. This year, it's been a little bit opposite. He's got a ton of power early and maybe not finding as many hits as he's used to. Uh, yesterday's a good start to getting those hit totals back up there again. So um, he is the best third baseman, in, in my opinion, in our league. And, and, and certainly, there's a lot of good ones around. And, and I'm glad he's going to get the recognition next week in Cleveland. Uh, Colin McHugh got to pitch that ninth inning. You had Osuna and McHugh up, wound up not being a safe situation. Uh, so McHugh came into the game. And I know it's always nice when a guy's coming off the injured list, hasn't pitched in a month like Colin has, just to, just to get him back out there. Yeah, I wanted to get him back in the game, and I kind of pushed him in. And I'm really glad we tacked on a run and, and, and was able to save an inning out of Osuna, give the inning to McHugh, get him back in the in the bullpen mix and, and get him back at the major league level. You know, it's – it was a long road back for him. We didn't think he was going to miss as much time that he did. He had a short little stint uh, rehabbing a few games. And, and now we find him getting some outs for us in the big leagues. So last night was picture perfect for us. Cole did his job. Harris did his job. We hand the ball to McHugh. He gets his feet wet again. And, and, and we all go happy. Dario Agrasal getting the start for the Pirates today, just the second big league start, getting called up from, from AAA. And it used to be where, you know, a guy making his second big league start, you, you wouldn't have a whole lot of information about him, may have to call someone down in the minor leagues to, to find out if they've seen him. But it's it's a lot different now. Yeah, we know a lot about him just because, you know, no, no player nowadays can do anything in, at any level and not have information about him. So um, had a little bit of an interesting stint here when, when he made his first start. He's a... He's a kid we can put some pressure on. There's some there's some stuff to like in there, but if you can get in hitters counts, you can do some damage. You can put some put some runners in motion with with his youthfulness on the on the mound. Uh, we just got to continue to have good at bats and put up some runs. AJ Hench, thanks for joining us. You got it. No score. Astros and Pirates. Robert Ford, Bill Brown. Please be joined by Brianna Hughes, Director, Promotions and Events Marketing. Good to see you, Brianna. Thank you. Great seeing both of y'all and oh. Brownie. Oh, good to see you, Brianna. <laughs> Pitch misses outside. It's a 1-1 count. So uh, Altuve, bobblehead tomorrow, yes. sliding bobblehead. Don't need to line up early for it, though, right? You don't. You don't. But if you want to, you can. Uh, <laughs> you know. We, we take you as, uh, as gates open. So you, you fare the weather if you want. Uh, but we do have our all-fans bobblehead. Uh, it's the second time we're doing this, so really cool uh, f to be able to offer that to all of our fans that are coming out to the game tomorrow. So uh, every fan coming before the sixth inning, you'll get an Altuve bobble.
Swing and a miss, and it's a 2-2 count to Bell. Second time that's happened this year, did it with the Springer bobblehead? Yeah, we did it a couple weeks ago with the Springer thumbs-up bobblehead, and, uh, you know, the Astros fans showed up. We had a packed house in here that Wednesday night and looking to uh, do that again tomorrow. So I know the players notice it. They appreciate it. They love seeing the crowd as full as it is, you know, every night. But to get it on a Wednesday night is, is especially special. So um, encourage fans to get here. Gates will open three hours before first pitch. So get your tickets. Tickets are still available. Um, and uh, come out to the game tomorrow. Two and two, the count to Bell. Three infielders in a triangle on the right side. Cole, long look into Torino's too long for Bell, who calls time. And Fanny Pack, uh, turn back the clock night is coming up. We are turning it back to the 90s. Um, so who doesn't love the 90s, right? There's some really good fashion styles in the 90s. Um, but we are giving a fanny pack away to 10,000 fans thanks to net spend. Ground ball right side. Altuve fields it in short right and throws the first just in time to get Bell. As he went reaching for a pitch away from him, and that is out number one. Yeah, so it's our annual turn back the clock night. We're turning it back to specifically, at least on the field, um, 92. So both the Mariners players and our players will be wearing their uniforms from 92. So for us, that means that a cool rainbow shoulder jersey mm -hmm. um, that was was pretty popular. That rainbow design is, is obviously popular for the Astros fans. But uh, bring it back to 92, and then the Mariners will be in their kind of powder blue and yellow uh, uniform. First pitch to Melky Cabrera is over for a strike with the breaking ball. And encouraging fans to dress up. What get into we, the spirit. What did we wear in 92? What do you mean? Well, it says fans uh, dress up from the 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, well, I can only speak to the girls, but, you know, hair scrunchies, okay. high socks, um, acid wash jeans. Ah. Yeah. 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 There you go. A few people are talking about, you know, uh, the MC Hammer pants oh absolutely yeah so. <laughs> some zubas some zubas some, i yep swing and a miss it's a one-two count to cabrera i'm trying to convince someone to wear zubas actually so <laughs> you might see that on the field you never oh, know okay. yeah <laughs> um, and then we do finish off that night with uh fireworks of course friday night fireworks presented by occidental and um, and we do have a 90s soundtrack so it's really a cool experience if you're coming to the ballpark um completely 90s out you know our board will have the same look as it did in the Astrodome. Um, we'll have a lot of music that's set um, from the 90s. So, Ground ball left side. Only infielder on that side. Gurriel has it hit right to him, and he throws out Cabrera. And there are two outs in the inning. Wins the Brantley orange jersey. That, yeah, that's actually Saturday, this Saturday, uh, presented by AT&T. So 10,000 fans will get an orange Brantley jersey. So this is the first Brantley item that we have. And, uh, you know, he's been doing really well. And I think our fans are starting to latch on to him. He's definitely performed on the field. Uh, so we're excited to be able to give this give this away to 10,000 fans on Saturday's game. Well, he's my mom's favorite player for oh. what it's worth. So mm. I'll probably be picking up one of those for her. Yeah. the first pitch to Moran. That's driven out on the left center field, and that's down for a base hit and it's cut off by Brantley throws it towards second base as Moran hustles in and slides in well ahead of the throw to pick up a double gets a hit in his first at bat against his old club Colin Moran as we talk with Brianna Hughes director of promotions and events marketing and so the the Brantley jersey that's the orange jersey that's Saturday correct and then some great stuff going on for for kids 
Yeah, you know, summer summer's here, right? We're in full full swing, and so wanted to talk a little bit about just all the really fun things that we have for kids. Um, you know, you opened up the inning with talking about Princess Day. It's always one of my favorite years. It's a magical day, or favorite days of the year. It's a magical day, um, and so you know, the the special event did sell out, but we still have plenty of things that fans will be able to enjoy if they come out to the ballpark, such as the pictures with the princesses or face painters. Um, you know, we'll have some fun in-game entertainment pieces that tie into princesses so oh one to Jose Osuna is a breaking ball over four strike and it's nothing in two so we've got princess day this weekend uh, on Sunday uh, we have our buddies program presented by BBVA uh, that's our kids club it's only $30 you get four tickets to a game you get a backpack socks lanyard hat um, it's really a great deal and a great way to get kids out to the ballpark to enjoy the Astros all right well that sounds like that should be a lot of fun yeah. And uh, all she should is remind. Is your daughter me. a buddy? My daughter's not an Astros buddy. She should be though. She should be. Yes. I remember Brownie and I used to talk about your grandkids. Yeah, Robert. Come on now. Yeah, I got. Don't I got to get on, on this, it. Robert. Don't sleep on this. <laughs> Don't a, sleep on the buddies program. Okay. It's one and two to Osuna. <laughs> Uh, but then we also have our kids day that's coming up July 7th and that's really just an all out day for kids. We'll transform Union Station lobby into a, a kid zone. It'll have inflatables. We'll have face painters all over around the concourse. Um, you know, a lot of the in-game entertainment will be geared towards kids. Uh, so really just a, an awesome day at the ballpark. That's a Sunday, uh, July 7th, and that's presented by Exclusive Furniture. Still one and two to Osuna after he fouls back at 98 mile an hour fastball. Moran just doubled off of Cole. Of course, the two traded for each other. Now the one two breaking ball that apparently was just outside. Cole was taking a couple of steps to the first base dugout, but Mark Ripperger saw it differently. It's a two two count. So apparently that was a bit outside. Stepcast has Ripperger in the right on that. Chirinos turned his head back toward the umpire. Two two. Brown ball hits softly left side charged by Bregman he's got it throws to first in time and the inning is over. So Cole works around the two out double Brianna Hughes director of promotions and events marketing always good to see you. where can fans go if they want more information Astros.com slash promotion back in the broadcast booth at Minute Maid Park Bill Brown along with Robert Ford with just a couple of minutes to talk about a very interesting article today written by astrophysicist Dr. Meredith Wills in the publication The Athletic. Dr. Wills has been studying the flight of the Major League Baseball this year, and many other people have been doing the same. You've heard us talk about the baseball and how it's traveled through the air very well this season. And uh, let's do a little scientific uh, examination from Dr. Wills and see what we can find out. Major League Baseball is on a pace for 6,618 home runs this season. And if that pace holds up, it would be 500 home runs more than the major league record set in 2017 that was 6105 so 500 more home runs could be hit this year on this pace 13 major league teams are currently on pace to set a franchise record for home runs in one season 21 players are on pace to hit at least 40 home runs it's been a home run explosion throughout major league baseball and let's talk about the distance of these home runs as well. For 2018 there were 82 home runs hit 450 feet or more. In 2019 there have been more than that at the halfway mark 84 home runs so far 
have traveled 450 feet. Obviously, something different is going on. Is it the players? Is it the baseball? Many people think it is the baseball. And Commissioner Rob Manfred is quoted in some recent articles as saying, we do think it's a drag issue. So uh, there is that statement from the head of Major League Baseball. So the drag issue being that the ball travels so well through the air this season, there's been a decrease in the drag coefficient of the ball. Well, why? Now, Noah Syndergaard, uh, one of the pitchers for the New York Mets, said that uh, picking up a baseball now for a pitcher is like feeling uh, like ice cubes, picking up ice cubes. It's very slick. And Sean Doolittle of the Washington Nationals says the seams feel that they're set lower in the baseball. And John Lester of the Chicago Cubs says it feels as if the balls are not rubbed up. They're usually rubbed up by a special rubbing mud. And uh, he says they feel like they're not rubbed up like they used to be. 32 baseballs were tested that were used before 2015. 44 baseballs were tested from late 2015 through 2018. And 39 balls were tested by this Dr. Meredith Wills from 2019. Here are Dr. Wills' conclusions. The height of the seams has decreased. The seams are sitting lower, and it's decreased by 30% or more. Lower seams improve the aerodynamics of the baseball, and so they've gone from 5.5 millimeters to 3 millimeters. That's a pretty significant difference. There is something called the coefficient of static friction. And uh, so if you're on ice and you're trying to walk on ice with regular shoes, your <laughs> traction is not going to be very good. If you're walking on boots, it's going to be a little bit better. That's what we're talking about here with the baseball. It's the relative smoothness of the leather. And uh, the leather has been found in these tests to be very smooth. If you were to tilt a board, once, you, once it would reach a certain angle, a folded leather cover sitting on that board will slide down to the bottom. And that's what we're talking about here. The static friction is 27.6 degrees lower in 2019 than in 2018. The leather covers have been found to be smoother, and that's contributing to the lower drag efficient. And the balls, this is really strange, have been found to be rounder, producing less drag. You mean they're not all round? Well, evidently not, according to these tests, and the seams are found to be nestled down in the baseball. The laces also are thicker in 2019 by two centimeters, and that evidently is a harmful effect as far as pitchers are concerned. Rawlings is the manufacturer of the Major League Baseball. Rawlings is currently continuing to do tests on the ball and now trying to develop a baseball with a tacky surface for next year, which would improve the pitcher's grip. So the home run committee of Major League Baseball is studying tests like these and many others, but it was a fascinating article by astrophysicist Dr. Meredith Wills in The Athletic Today about the baseball in 2019.